You're listening to the Quince podcast. सुनो तुम अब गांव में ही बस जाना दो सूखी रोटी खाना पर वापस ना आना जानता हूं गांव की जमीन गिरवी रखाए थे और छुड़ाने को कुछ जोड़ी ना पाए तुम दिन लगाना रात को खटना पर वापस ना आना जानता हूं मां को वादा कराए थे बहन की शादी का खर्चा जोड़ने का मेहमान कम बुलाना मोहब्बत से थोड़ा ही खिलाना पर वापस ना आना Hello I am Shorbhati and today I'm in conversation with Anshu Gupta who's the founder director of Boonj uh, which is an NGO that's currently working with migrant laborers on ground and from what we understand the coronavirus pandemic is indeed a big crisis at hand right now uh, but for the migrant laborers hunger and starvation is a bigger crisis and the quint has partnered with boonj for their rahat covid-19 initiative to support uh, the migrant laborers on ground and we urge you to donate for this initiative but sir did it take a pandemic for the country's uh, privilege to understand who really does the bulk of the work and who really runs a household and uh, you know uh, who brings food to our plate so in my opinion yes uh, for sure and i am just hoping that uh, we you know the understanding which has happened uh, because of this disaster it remains with us and and we all value our uh, privileges we all understand that how badly we have uh, we have treated the larger larger country that way you know and someone who has built our life someone who has made our house someone who is growing rice for us or everything for us didn't even trust us for a minute then what was that which really forced people to take such decisions you know such huge decision that you just collect your family and little belonging and start walking what kind of a commentary is that on our society it's a it's a it's a, it's a very bad commentary it's a very sad commentary it's not about i know someone was telling me that these people are escaping i said they are not escaping i think i think they are they are finding somewhere which is which is which is secured for them it might be a few hundred kilometers away from them from us but 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 i i remember you know in this crisis the bad and the worst and the and the and the and the best has come out of people i know that there are there are lot of people who who even ask their as their full time mates to leave now how sad it is right there is someone who is there inside your home Uh, for last couple of months that person has not even moved out so the fact remains that there is risk to that person because of you because you were moving out that person was inside that person is a most secured person i know some people who ask their uh, you know in in their colonies even in our our areas also they ask their construction worker i mean when you are making two three houses of some some in the colony some houses are being made of some people and there are construction workers there and these colonies really ask these people to move out and how does it make sense right these are the people who are who are the most vulnerable people because of people like us but because of them we are not vulnerable the deficit of trust is something which should 
we we all need to look into when we come back to the so called uh, normal world and when these people come back in you know desperation if if they are forced to come back are we going to treat them in the same way or there is some different way it it was a huge amount of sadness you know when you saw those uh, pictures all across and uh, and what happened with me is that because i was uh, uh, i was traveling to some of the areas uh, you know before i mean before this crisis although we 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 closed down our offices not but our life is a public mm-hmm. life and so i had to confine myself in the in the house and then when you kept watching these pictures of people walking that uh, that that made personally me uh, very sad and i started writing so i'm actually writing something called kovidi uh this is just a collection of uh, collection of poetry on the on the situation suno tum ab gaon mein bas jana do sukhi roti khana par wapas na aana janta hu gaon ki zameen girvi rakhaye the aur chhudane ko kuch jod hi na paye tum din lagana raat ko khadna par wapas na aana janta hu माँ को वादा कराए थे बहन की शादी का खर्चा जोड़ने का मेहमान कम बुलाना मोहब्बत से थोड़ा ही खिलाना पर वापस ना आना मिट्टी की सड़कों पर चलना आम के पेड़ के नीचे सुस्ताना चुल्लू में पानी ले पोखर से पीना मिर्च की चटनी से रोटी खाना हरियाली पर इतराना गीली मिट्टी की खुशबू लेना पर वापस ना आना हमने गंदी गलियां दी थी ना रहने को तुमको तुम्हारी खोली चूती थी ना किसी बड़ी बिल्डिंग के बाजू में स्कूल अलग थे ना तुम्हारे बच्चों के तुम ना जाने किस किस को हफ्ता चुकाते थे और फिर तुम्हारे तो ठेले भी लाठी खाते थे हम तुम्हें दीनहीन गरीब बेचारा कहते थे ना खुद घरों में घुसकर तुम्हें सड़कों पर भूखा पैदल छोड़ा था ना बस तुम वापस ना आना यकीन मानना ये सारे शब्द बदलेंगे बेचारा कौन है अब हम शायद समझेंगे तो दिस वॉज जस्ट दी फर्स्ट थिंग इट विल बी ट्रांसलेटेड इन इंग्लिश ऑल्सो एंड uh imageries of uh, the current crisis that we facing but i like to go back to where we were some most of the hardships that you were just talking about that the migrant um, laborers and workers they're facing uh we've read them in news reports but we still removed uh because we are still reading all these reports from the comfort comfort of our own homes so can you tell us about a few um stories that you've come across um during your relief work on ground listen i think one one very big uh, thing which has happened in india is that suddenly the hunger has become one of the biggest issue uh and 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 you suddenly saw that people who were even in their in their own homes own little uh, places uh, they started you know traveling uh, they started walking i mean the the simple proof that just a few days back how uh, 1000 plus people came you know at bandra station after after almost 3 weeks of 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 this lockdown actually somewhere shows the desperation of people to go to a safe place i remember one of my volunteers sharing uh, you know 
villages. they are forced to migrate right it's not a migration by choice i migrated by choice from dehradun to do my studies and all that but a large part of this country migrate because of compulsion so they came here in in desperation they stayed back in desperation they have gone back in desperation and if we do not take care of the people back in the village they will be forced to come back in desperation and then the city people and the companies in the name of contractual labor and and whatever whatever we will again exploit them because they are in desperation so uh, because you're talking about under what conditions do people actually end up migrating um like you rightly pointed out uh the the migrant laborers who are right now stuck in the cities they came from villages ironically because there were no jobs back at home there was no employment back at home and now they're leaving now they're leaving the city because there's no method of there's no opportunity to earn here there's no money here so are we going to see a reverse exodus as well uh, like the kind that we saw in the initial days of the lockdown if we do not uh, take care of the people in the villages fine otherwise for for a nation like this this is a golden opportunity to to really look into the nation in a totally different way uh, unfortunately this country has always and always ignored agriculture farming and all that i mean we are bringing farmers we are still calling farming an unskilled profession we are always valuing food but no one is valuing the farmer right farmer society is such a common activity that is just is just not even a number for most of us right it is so ironical that the same rice which we have stored in our kitchens and stores for the same rice just a kg of rice people are starving people are people are standing in the queues the same farmer who was growing rice for us i don't know how and when when people like us you know like us will understand so even today if we just keep our focus on the cities you know or or the people who are living in the cities if we do not understand that where are these people these millions of people or lakhs of people whatever number we don't even know but there's huge number who walked back where are these people right now if we do not go back to those people and take care of those people then and there in that locality in that area in the same profession if we do not work on agriculture if we do not work on water for agriculture they will have no option but to come back i mean mm-hmm. ultimately you have to survive fine so also because uh, there is an impending uh, job loss uh, that we're looking at and also a recession like the worst recession maybe that um, anybody has ever seen so under these circumstances obviously in the labor market there's going to be a lot of exploitation of uh, the laborers for any kind of uh, jobs so what are the urgent precautions that should be taken to avoid that so some of the companies have actually reached out to us also you know because they know that moon has a huge presence in village india and our larger focus of covid uh, relief work also has been these villages you know apart from the cities where especially you have large number of migrant people who have come back and that's what we have been asking them that you know 
now you will do it as a part of your you know uh, say whatever welfare measures although you need employees right, at the end of the day you need delivery boys you need shop floor people you call them white collar no collar black collar whatever or blue collar but you need them back but we have been asking these companies that what is that which you are changing what is that which will make sure that you are not exploiting are there really some some laws some rules uh, some practices some non negotiables in in your companies and to be honest uh, these three four people have uh, you know touched base with us we haven't heard back from them so i'm i'm really certainly certainly worried about the people and you know one thing which we need to understand that when people migrated from the villages in the last many many years even then they knew that there is there is no immediate job i mean they didn't they didn't get an interview call or they didn't get get an employment uh, letter and then they came here they came here knowing very well that there is no place in the in the village to survive and there is no guarantee in the city that they will get a job but in desperation they still came back so i am that's what that's part my complete fear and that's what just just before this i was talking to my team also that let's just 100% focus on village india we get money or not we don't know right but i'm pretty sure there are there are hundreds of good people who will understand this entire entire theory or or this entire ideology and will put in some some resources with us to work in the villages sir um because this pandemic and this lockdown is something that all of us are seeing for the first time we're all we were all really unprepared for it so it must also be the same thing for ngos who are uh, doing the work on ground so what are the challenges that you're facing um in say working in a village with the lockdown on without you know any modes of transportation or any such thing so one thing which i need to really repeat here is that uh, uh everything which was which was discarded by by the various governments or agencies and all uh whether you talk about a, a phc or a government hospital or a or a government hospital nurse uh you talk about the entire development sector you know the kind of things which have happened to the development sector in the last many many years see how these guys are 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 up without even understanding the the health disaster most of us have not handled health disaster but there is still because of their emotions and the way of uh, you know working so many the big people are might be sitting somewhere but these guys are there on ground because they have a relationship with the communities and they can't see community dying like like this or suffering like this so whole lot of people are there i'm saying so all the all the things which the country discarded uh, all the things uh, where we changed our focus maybe more to the privatization and all that kind of stuff instead of valuing the existing systems have been the biggest asset in this particular disaster whether it is a government doctor government hospital phc the government school buildings where people who have migrated they are staying right now and that's what i'm saying that if we would have been careful and if we would have made the toilets in those schools well on time those would have been much much more useful the ngo sector the social sector the asha workers you know they are they are they are at the forefront the air india you know which was so discarded and every single disaster they are the people who play such an important role and especially with goonj i think one of the thing which has happened our strength used to be the contribution of material from hundreds and thousands of people every time a disaster happened this time because of the because of the restrictions of the of the health and and the and the nature of the disaster we had no option but to close the public interaction and the direct material from people was so even 
this time even we are actually dependent more on on the purchases than the than the material which we used to receive so suddenly even our need of money has gone up uh, significantly which otherwise in earlier disaster we never used to stress much um so we know that the government has released uh, relief measures worth 1.7 lakh crores and um, lots of experts have um, deemed that entire sum wholly uh, grossly insufficient uh, for the kind of crisis that's at hand so two questions there what more can the government do now and while we wait for the government to come up with a second relief measure what is it that citizens like you and me uh, can do to help the migrant laborers back in villages um, or those who are stuck in the cities so in my opinion government needs to now really focus a lot on the delivery of it and uh, and certainly certainly with the with the people uh, because of whom the crisis has you know because of the situation the crisis has really really become big which is the migration or the sudden displacement we need to be more uh, you know more careful the way we are dealing with them i think you know i mean somewhere we really we really need to be we really need to go and spend time with those people instead of just you know throwing a danda on them and you know they they come back after so many days to banda and again the police really goes back and all that i understand the compulsion fine you know, i'm not saying that there is no compulsion but can we also understand understand the compulsion of those people how do we really tackle that compulsion that's the most important part and 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 let's let's be very sensitive about people fine no one is coming on the road especially from the financially weaker section most of them are not coming on road to to enjoy something you know, they are they're coming out in desperation number one so while the government does that and obviously it is the larger responsibility of the of the states i'm i'm pretty happy that in this disaster hundreds and thousands of uh, individuals institutions have really come up i mean the people who didn't know anything about wholesale market who have never packed anything is so beautiful to see and because we are working with many many of these smaller institutions and individuals it's so beautiful to see that how they worked on systems or how they really took all kind of risk and started doing it i think uh, we need to understand that the problem is in volume uh, this is uh, two difference which all of us need to understand is that a this is uh, this is not a disaster which has happened and now the recovery will start disaster is still unfolding so virus was a disaster displacement uh, reverse migration joblessness uh, you know loss of so many things that is another disaster which is coming up when it is uh, still unfolding it is a common citizen and every single person who can really pay back need to come up need to multiply the efforts if the disaster is 100x the efforts to take care of that also need to be 100x so i'm not saying that 500 rupees do not have value but if if an earlier disaster you contributed 500 rupees think of a few thousand rupees this time because or if you if you you know spend 2 hours in doing something in the earlier disaster spend of 20 20 days or 2 months in this particular disaster so it's your time it's your money it's your energy it's your skill to not uh underestimate in any of the skill if you are a good singer if you are a if you are a person uh, you know to whom people listen even that is a skill which will be needed right now and for those who haven't donated yet or maybe they are wary of the fact that they don't know where exactly their money is going if they're even reaching the uh, right people 
uh, what is your message for them every second person is the right person right now i mean where where do you find a disaster where almost every family is affected where almost every single person is affected so where will this go someone was telling me you know but we are worried that if you bring if you put more more uh, packets of biscuits in a in a packet people will sell i said who they will sell to whom the fellow citizen in lieu of what a packet of milk so i i am not actually selling i am bartering it even if i do that but how many people in this country right now can actually afford to sell biscuits which has come in the relief material because every second person needs it so thanks a lot sir for um, joining us in this conversation and highlighting the plight of the migrant laborers and the underprivileged classes who stuck in villages and in cities and before uh, i go uh, before we go i'd like to reiterate um, my request to our audience to please donate for the rahat covid-19 initiative to help migrant laborers and you can find all the details um, on this initiative below on the show notes and also on the quin website so would you like to add a few words no i think that's what i'm saying that we need more and more people to give uh, as much as possible because very simple calculation if you take in this particular disaster if you think of just about 2000 families fine and which is like not even a number if you just think of 2000 families a basic ration for or toiletries for say just even 15 days you end up spending 20 lakh rupees i mean that is that is a magnitude of this disaster and i'm only talking about basic ration for 15 days for a family of 4 to 6 in the village or or on the road side even that that needs about 20 lakh rupees so you can imagine how big is the target for any institution uh, which is really working on this particular uh, disaster